This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. 10 o'clock straight up. On a live imaging Tuesday. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Good morning, producer M. Good morning, producer Jorge. What do you got going on? Good morning, Chris. In Puka, we trust. We have Puka. It's all good. It's all good. How about that? You can even have a quarterback with one hip. Which is what the future will be. <laughs> Are you? Look, can we enjoy the win? You got it yesterday. <laughs> but you didn't really, really get to fully. Really. No, he didn't. Because yeah. we had Lakers we had Media, Lakers Day. media Day. The I moment he to... started talking about it, I was like, not right now. Max Christie's walking by. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't get to. Oh, Matthew my, Stafford. My anchor yesterday that nobody would let me talk to Scotty Pippen Jr. Like, I kept saying, guys, should we get Scotty Pippen Jr. for aligners or yeah. social? Yeah. Because, like, I just want the picture. It's like, nah, he's a two way player. I'm like, well, so am I. But. You remind a lot of people of a young Scotty. I do. That's kind of your lane. Okay, so are you done sending texts on a Sunday until the game's over? No. You, it, it was a false alarm. It wasn't a false alarm. Remember the Bengals game where you said you started getting nervous when Cincinnati scored? Yeah. Or no, when the Rams scored right. and they made it too. Right. What do you say? What do you say, Slee? Well, he, I sent the the mask. I've actually no. It's the guy from the Saw from Saw. Oh yeah. I've right. never actually seen the movie, but I know the guy, I and it's just hilarious. I just thought it was you a know weird what he mask. says. I want to play a game. Jigsaw. Right? Jigsaw. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's his name. Jigsaw. Isn't Jigsaw a separate movie, or is that the Saw? I think, I think the that saw is the saw comes from jigsaw. I actually don't yeah. think jigsaw I should be saying the saw. I think that's it's just saw. It's just saw, right? Yeah, like share. This is now saw X coming out. <laughs> recently, yeah. Is it saw X or is it saw ten? It's the share. I th- so I have a very I- love hate relationship <laughs> with horror movies. Okay. I get petrified on many, but I still want to know what happens. Okay. So like, there's one that Lindsay it's always like, talks don't about. Watch, but you have like one. Producer Lindsay open. always says that the scariest movie she saw, and I can't think of the name. I've looked up scenes on YouTube, and I kind of keep one eye closed. And just like, oh, no, I'll never watch well, that. And the difference I... between Saw and everything else is Saw is just gore. Saw so is just So I watched that. a clip. After yeah, I sent that, yeah, I, I was like, I wonder what happens in Saw. <laughs> and I watched some scene where you had to, like, eat your own flesh to get yeah. out of a cage. Yeah, and I was like, do that. you know. It's like human centipede. We don't need to see that, you yeah, know? I don't, this... Well, I like Cuban cigars, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> no, uh, I said human, human centipede. centipede. Oh, I thought you said Cuban centipede. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't even know what the that would be. The difference of what she was going with and what... You heard completely. Yeah. But then there's great movies like Talk to Me that came out this year. A great uh, scary movie. I actually tweeted out uh, maybe a week or so ago, and I was like, "Hey guys, I'm trying to ha- watch a bunch of scary movies in October." And people had some great suggestions. So if you need any movies to watch, go back to that tweet. Okay, I, I, don't I remember like scary movie, uh, gory movies. Scary movies, I'm okay with. Yeah, like the, that that being yeah. like, I don't know what's going to happen. Somebody jumps out. Gory's like, too much. But just yeah, gross. Just, yeah. I don't need that. Okay, let me give you an example. A couple months ago, I think it was a couple months ago. You guys seen the uh, trailer for The Exorcist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm excited about that. Okay, so... I can do one, exorcisms. Right? Okay, Because I probably so... need one, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> the new one with the little girls, right? Yeah, yeah the yeah. new one with the two little girls. So, I forget Double what... Double Exorcist? Yeah, it's yeah. it's a lot. So, I forget what movie we're, we're going to go see, and the preview's coming on. It might have been Old Boy if you saw Old Boy. The Actually, I think it, it was. was I think it was. That. So... I, uh, you know, decided beforehand, let's uh, pop a little something in here. Can let's I... uh, maybe have a drink or two. 
So I'm sitting there, and I'm getting ready to watch. You Old got Boy. high before a horror movie? That's not a good idea. It seems no, I wasn't. counterintuitive. Yeah, because your brain then is scrambled. But also, sometimes it does relax you. Well, I wasn't yeah. going if to see. If you get the other I wasn't one that going... makes you a little anxious, that makes it so much. No, worse. I'm more on your guys' page. I was going to go see Old Boy. I wasn't going What's to go Old see. What's Old Boy? Old boy. Also, old boy is very stressful too, so I don't know why you watched it. It's stressful, one. but that's okay. Uh, like anyway, yeah, so so the preview comes on for The Exorcist, and this is you know I'm sitting down for like three minutes, and I'm like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I was so scared yeah. during the preview. I'm like, can I walk out during the preview, <laughs> bro? This thing looks. I'm with you. Like I'm down to watch a scary movie here and there. Eh, some so, circumstances. What's funny about The Exorcist too is that they were going to premiere the uh, same day as the Taylor Swift movie, and they moved it up. That is an interesting way week. to get the Taylor Swift mention in. Yeah, yeah. I'm just letting you know. By the way, Jorge, where are we at here? Hovick have anything Hovick, over there? Hovick. <laughs> yeah, Hovick. Look, it's better. It's like a hitting streak. You just get it in your first at bat, and you don't have to worry about it yeah, the rest of the day. You just get it done. But get no, done. I, I think I'm going to go see The Exorcist. I want to. I can't remember what the like you know subtitle for it is, but I'm going to go. See the original Exorcist. They're Great movie. At the movie theater, I always go. I'm to already Blair. nervous. On that the, the original? I'm all of them. Let's scare the hell out of me. The Exorcist. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Poltergeist the Exorcist is deeply. Poltergeist creepy. is still my yeah. is the one that I fear the most. But it's not spooky season unless you watch a couple horror movies. I so I my horror like has changed over time. I used to be really into it when I was like a ten to thirteen year old, and then I was like I got out of it, and then now 10 I'm back to into thirteen. Yeah, I was. God. I was a little tomboy that really liked scary movies. I liked villains. My posters in my room were Walter White and the Joker. Like I had, <laughs> I had that era of my life, and I, I love a good horror movie. I like a good one that puts you on the edge, but is well done. Not just gross out though. Yeah, not just gross. I, no, that's why you. I like talk the to me. The gross thing is like, what are we doing here? Why am I watching a a slasher? Yeah. Too much. You, should, scream, you should take in a weekend of Saw movies, Chris. <laughs> well, so I was tortured as a child by my mother. Texas my mother and her best friend, they were horrible pranksters. And I was scared of my own shadow. And back then, I was like underweight. I didn't talk. I didn't eat. It was a whole thing. That all changed eventually, as we can tell. <laughs> you overcame. I overcame. Yeah. But like, I was petrified. I was victorious. I was petrified of Chucky. So she oh, like yeah. they somehow got a Chucky doll and would just put it around the house. That's yeah, that's not cool. And I'd run screaming. That's Your mom good. is supposed to be the one to protect you. From they then so convinced yeah. me Freddy Krueger was going to get me in my sleep, and they walked into the room while I was sleeping with like the thing. The glove. I mean, yeah, people wonder why I'm all screwed up. I mean, there's a lot of other reasons, but. And my mother's still a horrible prankster. Like she, like she, yeah, the other day she sent me just the Chucky doll, just in the middle of the day. <laughs> I was afraid of like Bloody Mary uh, when I was a kid. Oh, like seeing the thing in the mirror. Yeah, I was oh, like, yeah. that oh, stuff. Yeah. That I got, got me for a minute yeah. when I was like in second or third grade. Like, hey, you better not say Bloody Mary in the mirror three times, or she'll show or, up. Or and Beetlejuice. You'd, you'd go in there and say it twice, and they're like, "You do yeah, it. No, it. You out. do it. You I'm do out. it." Yeah. I still love The Shining though. Shining is great. Shining, Shining is an amazing more movie. Weird than gross. The yeah. Shining is weird, and it's it's so much in the suspense. It's so long; almost nothing happens for right. the majority of the movie. I didn't think it was that scary though, because I read the book. The book is a lot scarier than the movie, but I watched it as when I was an adult. But that's Kubrick, right? Kubrick yeah. movies always look beautiful, right. but not a ton of stuff happens. Right, they're exactly. usually very. Stylistic. Visual. I think I'm just going to write red rum on all the glass and <laughs> yeah, stuff. Well. Did you ever watch Dr. Sleep? No, I mean, yeah. Sometimes it costs to do in business. Ever see what? Dr. Sleep? That's when no. they follow the oh, yeah. kid later on. That was and, a, it was okay. It wasn't bad. Uh, they yeah. follow Danny? Yeah. It yes. came out in like 2017, I think. And it has really? the guy yeah. who plays Obi-Wan in it. It was uh, Ewan, Ewan McGregor? Yeah. Yeah. He plays. Or Alec Guinness. <laughs> Let's go old school, Obi-Wan. <laughs> McGregor, Ian McGregor. And he plays the older version of the kid from The Shining. Yeah, it continues the story. 
Yes, Doctor Sleep. I'd watch that. See, my mom used to threaten me with the chupacabras. You know? Oh hey, yeah, the goat sucker. The chupacabras is coming for you, man. Yeah, eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. Sometimes you pay, pay extra. La, la, la Llorona. You Citizen, know, that's another one. Who? What? Like, scared you as a kid? What movie scared you as a kid? Yeah. What did your parents try to scare you as a kid? I think we'll have a lot of different answers. Did you ever like, see it? No. It's Which one? You talking about the original? original or the one from a few years ago? No, original. Yeah. That's the Mega Stephen scary. King, right? Yeah, yeah, I read the book of that too. Please. That one's well. Those books, Stephen King is like the master of creeping you out. Hundred percent. To, to, to write something that yeah. scares you is just a whole nother level. Like this, <laughs> you to wanna, show you something. You don't want to keep you. reading it. No, uh, it's like yeah, I'm done. No, I'm with you. I'm just gonna put that over. Did there you ever see Stephen King Thinner? That movie. That no. mess movie is. I keep watching it over and over, over hoping gypsies, that it, yeah, hoping it'll work. It's you need not to go working. Find some gypsies to do a curse on you. Well, Jorge <laughs> so, knows a lot of gypsies. I'll, I'll try to find one. You know a guy. <laughs> he's, <laughs> the ma- <laughs> he's the master of character development and writing this kind of eerie stuff, but he's terrible at endings. He is the one of the worst people at ending Just things. Says it's gypsy so funny. one in his phone. Gypsy two. <laughs> he has like nine, <laughs> nine contacts there. John Lithgow was in Thinner, right? Is that who the the lead no, actor was? No, no, it's, it's somebody in that vein, but I can't think of the actor's name. Yeah, that you've seen him in like a million things. I, I just he was in a fat suit to start, and then he was normal, and then he was CGI'd to be emaciated. Did they even have CGI back then? I, so, it's like 1995. Maybe, maybe they had like a very tight corset or something. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. CGI how you today, Chris. I'm a little way back today. Yeah, you're tired. Hatless. Hatless. Yeah. Well, Sam Sunday Pines, Swagger, our owner, made hatless. a comment last week. So, okay. Got the took the hat off. No, he's just like you know. If it, now. It, he's like, what happened to the suits? Mm-hmm. I said, well, I'm, it's Sunday swag. He goes, well, they're a great partner. We love them, but you know, you don't always have to be in a hat. I said, oh, kind of split the difference. Here's the problem. So today, and I posted this on Instagram this morning on my Insta story. Uh, there was a I used to use Suavecito, which is a great. They're based in Santa Ana. Great pomades, great hair product, great place to go to, great logo. So you're probably not familiar with Suavecito. Probably not. Probably not no, Trav anymore not. either. Not so much. No. <laughs> and I used to use it probably five, ten years ago a lot when I had much more hair, A, and my face was a lot smaller. So <laughs> it was in a gift bag at the great Hispanic uh, scholarship golf tournament I played in last week. So Suavecito donated a, like a, what do they call it, a jar? Yeah. Jorge, jar? Yeah. A jar to everybody's goodie bag. So I saw it this morning. It's been sitting in my office with the goodie bag, and I thought, you know what? Let's do it. And it's great product. It's just... I didn't have a lot of time before I had to get to the train, so now I just look a lot slicked back, and my face looks larger than normal. So the hat might have to go on, but I got a concert to go to tonight with a producer concert? Lindsay and Stephanie Alexander. Ninety-eight degrees, all for one. This was their birthday gift for me. This is the boy band show. Well, ninety-eight degrees and all for one, yeah. Oh, okay. I I thought that was one thing that you read. I didn't know ninety-eight degrees and all for one. I thought it was ninety-eight degrees all for one, kind of like a. You Knock thought that off. was the same thing? I, no, no, no. I thought that it was like it was, the album. You know, you have like uh, ninety. It's degrees. not a tribute band. That's what Nick I Lachey's it was. there. That's what I thought. And I will, I will Where's follow the show. Nick Lachey from Love Is Blind. Yes. <laughs> Cerrito Center for the Performing Arts, where I've seen Michael Bolton a couple times over my life. You know that Chris is a huge Michael Bolton fan. Yeah, we've heard that. Yeah, he. he, he loves, and I told you about the Paula Barbieri connection yes, with, with uh, OJ Bolton. Yeah. Yeah. OJ, by the way, did you see his Twitter? You know what today is? No. Today yeah, was the day today. he was acquitted. So wow. Yeah. Anniversary. Wow. Yep. Today's the anniversary of the OJ acquittal. Remember when they thought there'd be riots? They had like everything prepared. Yeah. Then nothing happened. Well, something happened. Well, I mean, OJ went home. He went exactly right. There were there was a reaction, just not the one that people expected. Well, or at least the police expected. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Different, wow. Different group. Remember, I was at an Ed DeBevix when the uh, 
there was an, actually a radio station party get-together with my father and the, the team at KRLA, and we were there at Ed DeBevick's in Beverly Hills. Remember that place? I do. It was a great restaurant. I do. Great restaurant. So it was when the verdict came down, it was during the day. Yeah, it was, no, it was during the day. It was like in the middle yeah, of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 99% sure I was Because all the, the videos you Jim. see from the tributes. The sun is up. The and, sun, people are at yep, work. Yes. Yep. People I, are at school. I, we were either on the air or had just gone. You might off have the just air. gotten off. I think we had just gotten off, maybe. Because you think guys we remember were... they used to roll in during class. They'd roll in the TV, right? Well, they put the TV on the stand. Oh, yeah. yeah. Roll it in. They plug it in. It's like, all right, we got. We're gonna find out what's gonna happen right yeah. here. And we all just sat there in class. It was a day. Mm-hmm. This was, was a day. potpourri of a first segment. It Didn't was. expect potpourri. any of this. Is that what you were trying to say? I said potpourri. Potpourri. Potpourri is what I meant. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm tired. It's been a long weekend. Okay. I have some people on uh, Twitter reaching out to us talking about their the movies that scared them as kids and you know why you were scarred. So this is from Hooper's X. He says that growing up in Laguna Beach, uh, Robert England, England, who played yeah. Frederick lived in his town. We used to trick-or-treat his house every year. He was very nice, so there's something about that. And then also Crypto Ray says, a good suspenseful scary movie in a packed theater theater on opening weekend with people jumping up and screaming is as good as an amusement park ride that is what i love about going to see a scary movie like i saw talk to me in this very first weekend it's it's like no other experience in the movie theater i don't want that that's exactly what i don't want I, because it's scary and the movie itself is scary enough right. i don't need people on the, my left and right and behind me in front of me jumping up and down and screaming oh that you would like that far worse. no you would like that because you love pranks yeah okay. i do you want Your greg one day tortured me too, Chris. <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> Mrs. Morales would have tortured me. Well, on Halloween, she always, so this would, later in my life, when her and I were not always seeing eye to eye, she would always dress up for the trick-or-treaters as a a witch. And I would always say, oh, my mom's got a real outfit on today. (laughs) That didn't go well for about five, six years we did that bit. She's a lovely woman now. A lot of therapy. But we have some calls, too. We can take them on the other side. They went away on on the scariest movies for them as well. If you really want the best horror movie, just hang out here for a week in the office. (laughs) Well... I mean, stuff does happen. Kaboom. It sometimes it's scary. What'd you say? I said sometimes it's scary. It's Sometimes. It's a, it's a horror Fre- movie. Frequently. Frequently. What else, Chris? I think that's it. We can tease ahead. We can take okay. a, a short time out. We were talking before the show started, Slee, yeah. about kind of our takeaways from yesterday's Laker Media Day. And I think there was kind of a common theme through all of it. Plus, I thought D'Angelo Russell was really interesting. We have baseball playoffs start today. We're going to find out who the Dodgers play in the next couple of days and who do we want. Do you want to see Milwaukee? Do you want to see Arizona? And doesn't matter at all. It's all coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. After 10 a.m. in the Southland. I'm not the only one moving slow today, apparently. It's a live imaging Tuesday. 
Jorge, have some coffee. Jack? You, too, you, you know how the countdown goes. What countdown? The computer over here. Preparation <laughs> ten, is ten key. Ten seconds. <laughs> Preparation is key, especially on a live imaging Tuesday. Meanwhile, it is Travis Itzliwa. Uh, Emily, can you print out those liners for me? A little behind it, because <laughs> I just realized I didn't have my computer <laughs> yeah, in front yeah, of me. Which one do you need? Yeah, can you send me the liners? <laughs> no, the email from Tommy this morning. We didn't send out the uh, official liners because it's just me, but I'll read it here. Stand by. Sure, we're going to take you I behind the it. scenes. Why not? Oh, he didn't put you on there? Yeah, we're not on there. Wow. We're not on that one. We're not on there. Let's go wow. get coffee together. <laughs> I could use it. I could use some coffee. I'm going to have to go to Illy. By the way, join Corporate Greg this Monday at Hollywood Park Casino. He'll be hosting the Raiders Monday Night Football Party, Football Watch Party, and giving you a chance to win a million bucks. That's this Monday, starting at 5 p.m. at Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink, play. Corporate Greg, plus in the flesh. I went with the Raiders the last three weeks because of John the Brick, JT the Brick, who joins us, joined us this afternoon on Shinano and Cap. He gets me all ramped up. And Do I'm you like, scream that he's gutless at him, or is he screaming? Well, he at started you? gutless. I know he did. No, he, we scream it at each other. Okay. We have a gutless meter. Is it simultaneous gutless Some, call out? What's better on a Tuesday afternoon than a simultaneous <laughs> gutless? They just do it for a minute. You're gutless. No, you're, you're gutless. Just keep going. I'll tell you who is gutless are the Raiders. But no, the Raiders well, that, just yeah, suck. Yeah, the fact that you pick them, gutless. you just They're should just have picked bad. them. They are bad. Yeah. So I won't be picking them the rest of the year. No, that means look. Even the, I picked the Chargers, which is the hardest thing to do. Your even Raider I fandom them. did not last very long. Your Raider fandom. Do you still have the chain? Like four hours. Do you still have the chain? The Raiders chain you bought last year? Yeah, I think it's somewhere the the fifteen dollars and it broke like before I even got anywhere near the parking lot. Um, the Raiders fandom is really strong for two days out of the year when they play the Chargers. That's it. Very strong. Yeah, we need to find you a team. But how is strong. the knowing my personality? The Raiders should be my team. They should be. Oh, that's that's a right? great fit. The autumn wind. Fit. That should be my the theme when yes. I walk in. Is a Raider. Yep. And yet, horrible, horrible. It was a bad Sunday. I was ready. I had those promos ready for the mm. ultimate collapse. You mean the game-saving Puka Nakua touchdown <sighs> from Matthew Stafford, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFC? You mean that game? And then you heard how happy I had to be in the imaging. I heard it, oh. and I knew it was inauthentic, oh. and I knew that you were lying, and I knew that you were, he's in the bushes, and he's kind of looking through, like, I'm going to get Trav. I'm going to make sure that he has to suffer through this. Thing. I'm going to snipe you, you him. Even, you know where I'm going with this. No. You even put it in the imaging. You're like, the Rams defense nearly collapsed in the second half. That well, you had, you had to, get to something put in, in the, oh, yeah, the little no, I think I said they avoided a, a collapse. A collapse. That, he has was, to have. There has to be a piece of his heart. That's I got to sneak it in. It, it yeah. could have been the Rams with a thriller in overtime. I think I said that <laughs> eventually after you talked about the near collapse. The, the way like he said. Show. The way he said the. You know, an unbelievable comeback. Just no enthusiasm. But the <laughs> almost collapse. He well, went all no, in. No, let's, let's play KLP seven zero one five. There was enthusiasm. Do you remember in there. that off the top of your head? How else would I do this job? I, I can't. Do you keep them all straight? You Say know the last all? numbers again. KLP slash seven zero one five. That's actually there's two parts of my brain. There's the wacky goofy, and then there's the analytical. That's but how many of those do you cut a week? Oh, I can tell you all the numbers from how far back. I have a photographic memory. No joke. That's why I write everything down so I can see it later. What's my middle name? I don't know. I never knew it, so I never wrote it down. Hit the open. <laughs> Rams Colts. I got it in. There, that's what I was just saying. <laughs> After a complete second half collapse. No, I knew it was there. I knew that. you can't, Look, I know you pretty well. 
We've known each other a long time, and I know. Well, that I only had like thirty I seconds would, to get I on the air. I would not have known they won. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I get to the highlight. I, I knew. I that's knew awesome. that the second it came in, I'm like, it's coming. It's After coming. I knew you'd bring it back around again. Second half there. collapse. The Rams, the Rams pull it off in overtime after a complete second half collapse. <laughs> Let it keep going. I want to hear. Recap it all on the Coors Light postgame show. Yeah, see now the play-by-play and JB's call was amazing. It was keep it up. Keep it up. Alone. Great call. Puka Nakua in overtime. 22 yards to get the Rams to 2-2. Two and two. Maurice Jones-Drew sing it with me as Nakua flings it into the stands. Nakua Matata. It means no worries. Right. And by the way, just so you know, when there's a walk-off thriller in overtime, I've got a minute. Yeah. To get it all together, which means I'm relying on the editing team, and Rebecca and Cody did a great job. Then I got to put it in the shell, render it, and then get it into the system so it can play. That's not a lot of time. You I know, it's been awesome. Cody last week, so it was his first time, and he had a he did a great job. Well, Pretty he's a guy guy. With a lot of a guy that owns a pet python has confidence. <laughs> Sure. Good job, Cody. Good job, Cody. Yeah. No, he's right. I'm, I got nervous just thinking about that. I forgot about that. I could see you trying to process that. Like, yeah. Yeah, I could sure. see him like driving to work and the python's in the car. Stop. He just, just keeps it in there. there. And he keeps like a little bit of air. Sliding up between the gear shift. Wherever it goes, it goes. I don't even like that. You know what been awesome that. is after JB's call, then you again reiterated, almost collapsed. And then went into the post game show. To. Oh, I mean, was he wrong? <laughs> well, no. That's why guys like Mason that are like, oh, no, everything's fine. How is everything fine? Everything's not fine. If Matthew Stafford wasn't an amazing quarterback who happened. Wait, what? Did you just say what I think anybody you said? Anybody that his hip was blown apart. He was hobbling. In fact, at one point, I'm just like, I think he was faking it. This is sad. <laughs> McVay, what are you doing? you got to take him out. He could die out there. Yeah, no, and, it didn't look good. And he pulls it out. It didn't look good. I mean, that was incredible. And when I, they tied the game, when they got the two-point conversion, I'm like, the game's over. Look, Indianapolis is winning this game. I, I, you can cut this however you want to. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Jalen Hurts. But you're not getting too further down the list before you get to where he is. That if you give him even a little bit of help, he wins. You give him a little bit of help, a little bit of time. Protection. He's yep. going to win. A tough he, guy. He, he's a tough guy, and he won that game for that team. He saved their season in the process because Chris's imaging would have been the collapse, the disastrous yeah. collapse that was nearly happening. It ends the season. I know the Rams would never say it, but it would have. One and three with the Eagles coming to town, that's the end of your season. And it's not now. They saved it with that throw, with that drive. But, but, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> it means no worries, Chris. What is Matthew Stafford look like on Sunday? Okay, we're going to talk about that. That's an L. I set you, that's up. An I set you up a little early, though. We're, we're going to talk about Sunday. that. It, it probably is, yeah. and it definitely is if Matthew Stafford doesn't play. So why not put the two things together and get ready for what's coming up in Arizona? And to, or here. So take the L on Sunday? Look, th- this is the one blind spot that I think that they've had putting this team together over the last seven, really during the entire Sean McVay era, if we're being honest. Got no backups. They don't spend any time or energy putting together a backup quarterback plan that makes a lot of sense because this is exactly the situation where you need a guy. I don't need a guy to play the rest of the year. I need a guy to play a week or two. I need a guy to get me through a game and give me a chance, a Tyrod Taylor, a Tyler Huntley, somebody like that, a Baker Mayfield. 
somebody that can play just well enough to give me a chance so Stafford can get healthy and come back. They've had Blake Bortles. They've had Sean Mannion. They've had John Wolford and Bryce Perkins. They drafted uh, Stetson Bennett. They've got Brett Rippon this year. These are guys that have no chance. What do they do games. with the little guy? Where is he? He's on the uh, – They ship him out? IR. He's not with the team right now. <laughs> did, we ever get, did we ever get – we He's never really not got with any the other team. Make, yeah. make of that what you will. He's not with the team right okay, now. Okay, so about this, that is a guaranteed L this weekend, okay? So I don't necessarily totally believe that. The Eagles have not looked like the world beaters that they were last year um, this season so far. And throughout four games, two of them have been very yeah, close they, against they, bad teams. So they, they played against the Patriots in, the, in week one, 25-20. They won, and they, and they went to overtime with the Commanders last uh this past weekend, but they beat the Vikings and the Buccaneers by a lot. So it depends on if you think the Rams are more like the Vikings and the Buccaneers or if they're more like the Commanders and the Patriots. And I think that they're more on the side of the Commanders and the Patriots. They will play this game close. They'll Commanders' defense is a lot better than the Rams. If and the Eagles' offensive line, you're not going to see Aaron Donald get to the quarterback. You left sure. off one important part. If Matthew Stafford, you're not giving me credit for those two takes. That's pretty <laughs> was, good. You didn't even see that coming. I'm trying to process that. You you're like trying. Your you're trying to fact check me. Like he's telling. The, I could have just ma- see. That's the key, Slee. How you deliver something? <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I literally was. Probably, I can't believe that I just heard what I heard. That's what my brain was doing. The part that you left out. If Matthew Stafford gets hurt against the Eagles, who have one of the best patch, their season's over. Yeah, it's over. So you have to factor that into the equation as well. Because would I rather take a short-term L for? Eight wins, might get you in. Nine, almost certainly does. Ten's a lock. So this is a game you're probably losing either way. Why would I put the – he's if he were healthy, of course he plays. By the way, but they but could he's win. not. And so that's what you can't – you're not winning without Matthew Stafford, uh, oh. point blank. You're not winning with him, point blank, against anybody else. Like, the rest of the season, every game is right. – Sure, if the, he's not there, but then – But you could then. also beat the Eagles with Matthew Stafford. You could. You could. Maybe. You could. Maybe. It's a long shot. At best, and the Rams would not. And he's look, the Ram. The Rams are not going to unless he just genuinely sleep. cannot go. He's going to play you Sunday. One hundred percent. He's mm-hmm. going to play, but you need to be really strategic about what you do with him moving forward. He could barely walk off the field. You saw him. He had to skip on one leg getting to the sideline. He's hurt, and I know that he's not. You know, Lamar Jackson running around out there, but he can move his feet. Well, a you bit. saw those plays right after the injury. The, the, the throws that were horrific because you couldn't plan. You couldn't, you couldn't plan his foot. Yeah. It's like trying to hit a golf ball without moving your hips. You can't. You got to rotate, not slide. So then he obviously he kept putting that pad on. He got a little rest in there. They probably shot him up with something nah. in the bag. And <laughs> nah. he was able to plant. And I move. think he took a half Tylenol, the accident, but he cut <laughs> it in half. Okay. The arthritis edition, the very low dose. By the I'll way, part it. of the in, enjoying watching the game, I have the radio on in the background, but hearing Jonathan Vilma's commentary yeah. because here's what Vilma's team that won a Super Bowl would have done. And he, he actually referenced Greg Williams. And I was like, really? The guy that put – Greg Williams would have sent a text to the defense on the sideline, 50,000, whoever kills him on the field. And they would have. Brett Favre – say what you will about Brett Favre. He Affect nearly died I know. in that NFC Championship right. game. So Affect Vilma on the commentary of bounties. like, yeah, they should really concentrate on trying to hit Matthew Stafford right now. Really? Really? You don't say. <laughs> Oh, I'm do you just, think so, Doctor? Gosh. I'm just saying with Cooper, got Cup, some bad stuff, with Cooper Cup back, there's also the, another option for Matthew Stafford to have not just Puka that he can throw the ball to, but Atwell and uh, Cooper Cup. I'm just saying Unless they're going to put Matthew, or put Cooper Cup in the backfield to block for Matthew Stafford. And he might. Yeah. And, okay, he has also a week to heal from this bruise. Like, 
Let, let's see what it looks like, right? right? I'm not saying you don't send him Get out to there. Friday. Let's see what yeah. it looks like on Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. it, I'm not saying that no, under no – if he's ready to go, of course you play. But if he's out there on one leg for the first quarter and you're behind 13 to nothing, let's make some smart decisions at that point. Remember if Jeff Fisher it, hired Greg Williams? In like one of the greatest examples of you just don't care what anybody thinks of you, Let's hire Craig Williams to be our defensive coordinator. Fresh off a of suspension. The most, the most in, uh, indicting Again thing for a I discount. <laughs> Probably. about Jeff Fisher was he wanted to make sure he never hired anybody that was good enough to take his job. Well, there you go. Which, that kind of tells you all you need to know about a guy. Hey, are you good at this? Nope. Welcome aboard. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Come on Would you down. like to be my defensive coordinator? <laughs> Do you have a brother who likes to coach the offense? Oh, man. That's a good strategy. Why not? Why not? All right, we got some calls on scary movies, Em. Oh, yeah. All right, we're going to get into that. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. 29 minutes in front of 11 a.m. on a live imaging Tuesday with Travis and Sliwa. What is this? It's Practical Magic. Did you ever watch that movie? No, I don't know that one. So it's uh, Nicole Kidman, Sandra Bullock are both witches uh, of Salem, and they um, there's a curse on this family that any man that ever falls in love with a girl in this family ends up dying in early age. And so she's trying to fight against that and stuff. It's very, it's a very cute, very fall movie. Um, it's worth a watch. Who did this uh, theme? Is that John Williams? It sounds like it. I do not know who did the theme, but it's one of the. It's one of a classic fall uh, composition themes. Then it turns into a horror movie. It's not a horror movie necessarily. <laughs> it halfway through it turns into Saw. It's a lot of witchy stuff. Um, well, the we music <laughs> makes you think it's like the trailer for Father of the Bride. Yeah, Father it of the does Bride. Sound like it. Starring Steve Martin. And then all of a sudden, the little kid and stabs it's a, a horror family. movie. <laughs> it was in the early '90s, so it's it it the same kind of vibe. It's Father of the Bride with guts and gore. <laughs> Bullock has me interested. And oh, Nicole yeah, Kidman, too. young Nicole Kidman. The best Sandra Bullock. Nicole Kidman, you're, you're shaking Speed, your head at right? Nicole Speed? Kidman? Speed? No. Oh my gosh, you're like a brunette. It was actually I the do. movie <laughs> that she did with Ryan Reynolds, where they're in Alaska. What's it called? Oh, the um, proposal. The proposal. proposal. Yeah. That's like the best. Well, she needs a green card. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's from Canada. You get full circle emotions of Sandra Bullock. It's a great one. There's really and she's no. a tough nut to crack in that one, uh, and that's per personally what I always find myself in. Miss Congeniality, also great. There's no bad Sandra Bullock movies. Let's just 
stipulate that. I'm with that. you. I'm with you. You understand. There are some not so great Sandra Bullock movies. I strongly disagree. Sandra has done a great job in her career. If the plot's not good, I stop paying attention to the plot and pay attention to other things. Exactly. I got to get to a meeting, but I'm going to leave this picture in here of Cappy and I with the 22 inch hot dog. Keep you company. Thank you. You wanted that so That's a big hot dog. It's a big one. Jack. You guys meet in the middle? We did. Sedona looks perplexed. Well, he's doing the play-by-play. Why is it laminated? Because Don Benson of the Benson crime family down in San Diego, he does good work. That's pretty good. That's so pretty that good. Was, was there he's heavy on. petting? There was not heavy Later, petting. Later, there was. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back. Look at all the other spreads there. See all the no, other there's dogs a lot. Those are, the, those are big dogs. <laughs> <laughs> those are big. Oh, I'm looking forward to your 7-Eleven hot dog review next Tuesday. We got to talk about that when you come Definitely. back in here. But we do have two bit. calls. We got uh, Rick and Timmy Valley, uh, who wants to talk about a scariest movie uh, they watched as a kid. What do you got, Rick? Uh, when I was a little kid, uh, I think I was maybe six or seven. I begged my parents to take me to the original When a Stranger Calls. Well, that movie's and, messed up. <laughs> oh, it, it was horrifying. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, he's he's upstairs. He's when you figure out that he's in the house. Yes, and then. Uh, it's terrifying, and then you, and then later on, you he has like the flashbacks of what he did. Oh my God! So Rick, I mean, I'm, that, you, you can decline to answer this, but I, I have a question for you. How old are you? Sure. Oh, I'm exactly your age. Okay. Yeah. This is why I asked. Sixty-two. Yeah. <laughs> Stay out of this evil. <laughs> ah, man. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing: you'll you'll understand this, Rick. When mm-hmm. you were a child of the '70s and '80s, when your parents went out, they were out of touch. You didn't. They they would totally. go. They were at a restaurant. They were at a movie. They yeah, were friends. Yeah. You're home alone. You're home alone. You're not. There's no cell phone to get in touch. You are by yourself. And that idea, Rick, that you're talking about of someone coming into the house when you're home alone was terrifying. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I I, I probably should watch it again sometime just just to see what it was. But I mean, that that stayed with me for for years and years. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Rick. That was that's that's a yeah. great call. Have you ever seen that, Slee? No, it's funny. I was just looking at it right now. I'm like, wait, have I seen this? I don't think I have. It's it's of its time. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's based on the technology of the time. Or at least it, there's a plot point in it based on the calls are coming from inside the house. Right. And it, it's it's that's the that's the. I think I have seen it. It's terrifying. But it's not Scream, which is the same thing where she's on the right. phone, but she has the really chunky cell phone right. at the time. It was Drew Barrymore. Right. Yeah. But it's all phone related. You know, it's, it's great. It's that idea that the person that's coming for you is already in. Oof. They're already inside the house. Like they're not. You you can't keep them out because they're already in. It's messed up. A lot of scary movies in Simi Valley, apparently. Dylan, you're next. Dylan, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? I uh, drive around all day selling beer, so I listen to you guys daily. I love you guys. Thank you, man. Um, Thank you. I was my. Just stop by over here. Drop some off. <laughs> yeah, you let me know when. I'll bring it in. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't tell me twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, scariest movie is called Event Horizon. It was. Uh, it was. It takes place in outer space, so everything that's in outer space obviously is scary because there's all this uh, mist that happens. But these yeah. people are trying to find a lost spaceship, and everyone starts turning into like this demonic possessed Ooh. devil. It, it is. It is the freakiest. It's uh, Sam Neill and Lawrence Fishburne, and it's it's so scary. Okay, I'll add to my list. I'm down to see I, that. I don't know that movie, but Sam Neill, Lawrence Fishburne are good actors. Yeah. They're in a lot of good stuff. So look. Space adds a whole other element because if something goes wrong to the ship, you're by yourself. You're trapped. You're gone. You're into the void. You're never mm-hmm. coming back. That and now we got demons. 
No. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Yeah, Silence yeah. and demons. One or the other, I can deal with. If you're a space, a sci-fi horror fan, a new one on Hulu out just recently is called um, No One Will Save You. There's literally only one line of dialogue in the entire movie. It's essentially this one girl fighting off things. Um, it's it's really, Bullock really good. No. Okay. Caitlin Devers isn't it. Okay. So I don't, I don't think that who, you'll I, like that. I don't know who that is, so I have, don't have an opinion on it, but... Uh, Look, if Sandra Bullock were reading from the phone book, I'll watch it. Aaron, <laughs> Aaron Abramson, 213-464. Look how good she is. Oscar. <laughs> Give her another Oscar. Woman's amazingly talented. Another one, Covina, Tracy. Tracy, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? What's going on, you guys? Love you guys. You guys are great. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks. No problem. Check this out, man. I'll be 63 years old in, in eight days. And, man, the scariest movie I still can't watch it today. I saw it when I was eight years old. <laughs> the original black and white Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> That's messed up, too. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm, I'm 62 right now. And, and, and think about it, I have it on, on Blu-ray, <laughs> and I still will not watch it, man. I Did you have an older brother myself. or sister or somebody that took you to that? Because, again, you and I are roughly the same age, and to see that movie at our age, an older person needed to take you to it. Yes, my oldest brother took, took my, <laughs> my, myself and my other brother, who's, uh, who's three years older than me, took us to go see it in 1968. Yeah. Um, oh eight years old, and I don't know why the sucker took me to go see that, but evidently he was anxious to see it, but... He was probably scared of stuff. He needed two brothers to see it with him. But, yeah, it was. It was uh, <laughs> Thanks for the call, it was, Tracy. It was scary. You got Thanks, it. Brother. No. It, so my Uncle Keith, who's 10 years older than me, yeah. give, or, give or take, he took me to Jaws, and it messed me okay. up. Yeah. You know how we talk about this. We say <laughs> for sporting events, things that you see – when you're younger, sticks with you. Sure, right? It's just the nostalgia of George Brett. It's why he's my favorite. It's, favorite it player. sticks with you. You just yeah. you always remember it. You're gonna tell me scary movies. <laughs> if you're eight or ten years old right. going to go see a movie like this, that doesn't just stay in your head forever. Twister stayed in my head. I'm so scared of tornadoes, and I had a lot of tornadoes growing up. It's like the scariest thing. It's next to level. Me. Did you, you? Both of your sisters are older than you. Yeah. Did they ever do the thing like, "Hey, come with us. We're gonna go do this, and you should come with it." Don't tell mom, but we're gonna go do this. No, because I think they'd be as scared as I would be. <laughs> so they did not do that. Have you done it for someone? No. Not really, because I was the oldest, and yeah. my brother's not that much younger than I am. We're, we're pretty close. It's just a couple of years difference. So, no, I, I, I was never – like, I would – my I only have one – my brother has a daughter. What up, Charlotte? Like, if she, when she's only three right now. But if she got to the point where she was seven or eight and wanted – I'd be the I'd be the, <laughs> the uncle that's a very bad influence. Oh, like, man. nothing catastrophic, but if she wanted to go see something that her mom and dad were like, I don't – Hey, let, let's go check this out. You got to keep it between yeah. us. Go, now go I, wouldn't, ice cream. <laughs> I wouldn't take her to something scary because then she'd have nightmares. And then I, yeah, I was going to say I don't know if I but, see you taking her to go see a <laughs> the guy, scary movie. Uncle is better than parent in a lot of regards because like oh yeah that scared you yeah all right have a nice night see you later tell <laughs> yeah. your mom and dad I said hi I, I was like that with Randy Randy was like you know 
13, 14, whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, man, I want to go watch Deadpool, but my mom doesn't let me. I'm like, hey, I'll come with me. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, we're yeah. going to the park, mom. We'll be back. Yeah. And we go. He's like, why, why not? It was rated R. She doesn't let me. I was like, okay, I got Just, you. But, see, and it's, it's good. Things you like that. You a little trust, and now yeah. he can come, and, and you guys could go see a movie. Now he's, he's an adult now. Oh, man. I know. Oh, he didn't get the king either. No, he nah, didn't. He no, didn't. both uh, Jorge's younger brother and my son Michael were on the court, but yeah. did not win home. I, we we both think it was rigged. Oh, 100 percent. Oh, hundred percent. It was rigged. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? The Dominion voting. <laughs> Let's try another one. Uh, Anthony in North Hollywood. Anthony, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey guys, how you doing? Um, so I remember. I think this is like the early '80s, but my parents dropping me off at my grandmother's house. And she was big on horror, and she had a movie, had me watch a movie called Poltergeist. Oh, come on, bro. No, just stop. Stop right there. That movie is the scariest movie in the oh, world, yeah, man. No, that's, they I, should. I had nightmares probably till I had nightmares probably for like five years. Seriously. Anthony, I, I probably, I probably had a nightmare it. about that movie a month ago. Okay? Don't, so you don't have to say for five years, scary, man. That man. thing still scares me. It does. Seriously. And, um... So I remember, so my parents dropped me off at my grandmother's house. They went out and my, my, and then they came and picked me up like late at night on like a Saturday night. And I, I was crying and my, I just remember my mom yelling at my grandmother in Spanish that, why did you make him watch this movie? And I had nightmares for like years because of that movie. So but my grandmother, man, rest in peace. But yeah, she was, a. Uh, she was a little nutty. Let me ask you this, Anthony, because that is a, yeah. that, that I remember seeing that movie in the theater when I was a kid and everything else. Was it the getting sucked into the TV that was creepiest, or was it that pool full of dead bodies that kept pulling you back no, into it? I haven't. Well, I haven't seen it since. Don't bring it up, bro. He's gonna, don't bring up <laughs> no, the details. I think this it was guy. A tree. Remember the the tree? Oh yeah, the tree like, that reached like in the, and the grabbed the kid out of his bed. Oh my God! There was like a clown under the bed, and his arms came out That's or it. something. Hang up on Anthony, man. I can't do this. I can't. Thanks do this. for the Sorry, call, man. I don't mean to bring back bad memories. Thank you, man. Yeah, it. you got it. What was the part that got you? Because you've mentioned Poltergeist is the one that scared the you know what out of you. Uh, I think it's just the the her on the bed, right? Just the little girl. The little girl on the bed, just like when she's just remembering her possessed face, tied up. The way she was talking, like just like her actual, the way she looked, just like the 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 facial expression. I just couldn't, I I couldn't do any of that. Like it wasn't a scene. It was like it was the whole, the whole thing. The you whole know, part, there's there's. I, I don't need to see it again. Let's just put it that way. I don't. But I, don't I, need I, to I guarantee you, if we it. saw it again, it wouldn't be. It would just that stuff from the eighties. I know. Guys is from the eighties. Like it. Because it looks of its time, it looks okay. I was gonna ridiculous. say I don't think it would just like hit the, the tree same. that comes through the window to grab the kid out of his bed. It's like okay, that's ridiculous. But when you're eight years old and it's 1982, it's pretty scary. Oh have yeah. You, have you guys seen The Orphanage? It's no. a Guillermo del Toro movie. Okay. All right. So it. this is a suspense movie. Like her son goes missing and she's looking for her son. We're watching this movie, and then they play a game. She plays the game with ghosts, and then she's tapping on the walls, like, one, two, three, right. knock on the wall. So we're watching this movie. It's me, Brenda, a couple other people in the house. And then they're doing the knocking in this movie. Right. So Next thing you know, the pizza guy knocks on the door. We all freak out, oh man. My God. <laughs> we all freak I, out. See, this is why I'd be off pizza. Like, I, I have a negative association. We're never ordering pizza again because it reminds me of that movie. <laughs> Every time they knock on it, I'm like, man, that movie. No, thank you. Hey, did you see Foo coming up next? It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. What do you got for us today, right, Jorge? Uh, Foo's. All right, so this is unbelievable. 
You two opened the residency in Las Vegas in this immersive sphere kind of like theater. Like the screen goes all the way back. It's a whole sphere full of screens and, and, and they're performing there for the residency there. Is that something that you guys would want to go check out, like a concert where everything is moving? They're performing downstairs on stage or whatever, but then the screen just, you know, they, they put all kinds of video up there. Like they I saw have the numbers. least important thing about going to that sphere. Yeah, <laughs> the concert is not really, it's just the, you know, the video aspect, the whole experience, having videos, all kinds of stuff around you. Is that something that you would want to check out? A thousand percent, yes. That is the, the visuals that have come out of that. Yeah. And it is so... Hard to, it's hard to describe. The best description I've heard is, for those of you that have been to uh, Disney's California Adventure, the soaring over California, yep. yeah, it's, it's like one. that, but it's all, all around, around and over the top and everything else, and only it's a thousand times more crisp and 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 real and experiencing detailed, yes. and detailed. Yeah, I would love to see. It. I don't have like century motion things that make me, uh, you know, squeezy or something like that. So I, I would absolutely. And to your point, Emily. I don't even think it matters who's performing. Correct. I just want to go experience the venue. Even if there was nothing on the screens, I'm down to go check it out. So, <laughs> by the way, it was $2.3 billion That's it. to build. It's only yeah. half of a SoFi. It's only <laughs> half. It's nothing. It's only half. Cheapskates. <laughs> you, you can tell they cut some corners. Here's my only thing that I, I would not know, and I don't think so just based on all the videos that were going out over Twitter for the, for the YouTube show. Um, would I get, like, sick like are you do you are, get motion sick in airplanes cars stuff like that only if i'm like on my phone or something if i'm in a car i'm in the back seat i'm on my phone i'm gonna i'm gonna start feeling a little wheezy yeah so as long as that doesn't happen but a thousand percent i would do it because how do you not it's amazing if you have a chance to go to this place i don't know now it's going to become one of those things i'm going to vegas I and i got to make sure i go to that the outside of it is cool looking. yeah yeah, yeah. You know, that, that, both the inside and outside is amazing what about you em uh not a chance no i'm not going there i so as a kid uh, speaking of things that scared you as a kid uh i went to this uh, field trip to the Space Museum in Richmond, Virginia. So we did an overnight stay, and it was really fun. You got to stay in the little the museum, and it's very cool. But one of the things was they had a planetarium where it's just everything is up on this big globe um, screen, so everything's around you moving at the same time. I was so scared. I was clinging on to the person next to me, and I, I my, like the chaperone, and I threw up. Do you, so, have, do you have that motion sickness thing? I have motion thing? sickness stuff, yeah. and it's just too scary for me. I just can't do it, and so I will not be checking out the sphere. Have you ever been to a planetarium? The one at Griffith Park's pretty cool. That one's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have. That's fun. Yeah. I, by the way, I, I like all those. I, I, I This is just... I think what's what's so unique about this, you guys said it a little bit earlier, you do not need to even have a performer. If you if you are just using this screen for whatever you use, I think people will come watch it. I wonder how much it will be used for that as well. But they're, they're getting, I mean, you too kicked it off. Yeah, That's they kicked it off. Pretty, sure. <laughs> I mean, sure. Let's go. Maybe Taylor Swift is, you could get a few more people yeah. excited for She's it. She's not going to do that, but yeah. I love it. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, it's not like it's the your best manager. It just <laughs> cracks me up. That we appreciate you guys reaching out it's, yeah it's that is that was just perfect Can you imagine watching some kind of sports event in there in those screens oh dude no because i don't Why? think it'd be great like it, it would be it would I'd, be too I'd weird of shot. experience uh, me too like, i'd give it a shot a point of view of maybe an f1 series or something yeah. point of view you, on the car the whole thing, you oh. can't cool. see everything it's like it's too big of a screen what are you not listening your answer is wrong jorge you shouldn't like it <laughs> the pov Whatever. oh man come on i just want half the court 
I could only see them when they're on <laughs> one you ever side. Have tried of those goggles where you're like sitting courtside? You're not sitting courtside, but it feels like you're sitting courtside. Have you ever VR goggles, right? Yeah, the VR, VR ones. Headset, yeah. Right, Al. Not for not for uh, a sporting, sporting event. event. Yeah, because there was a time where you're you're. Weren't you? Aren't you paying? T- and you could technically, I think that was at least the vision of it. Yeah, you could sit courtside at a Warriors game or something. But like you're that. in your living room. But you're in your living room. Yeah, that's that's weird. I, I, that's I weird. think it's a cool concept. What's that? All right, so I, you guys know I've been on a tear, like meeting my idols, like David Beckham, um, you know Fernando Valenzuela. You got to see well, this Messi in Messi exactly. So this past Sunday, I uh, we did Rams, and then I happened to go work at uh, the LAFC game. And Mario had told me that, you know, there was going to be an astronaut showing up and if we can get some shots, it'll be great. So I'm like, cool. The guy from the movie, I thought it was Michael Pena. But no, it was actually Jose Hernandez was Mexican, the first Mexican astronaut wow. to in space. Wow. So then I'm, you know, getting the videos, getting the footage and stuff like that. And then it hits me like I just met a person who left this <laughs> earth and came back. You feel me? Like I literally. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, I hope not. I hope not because, you know, he was up there for two weeks, but he's back. And, you know, he was such a nice guy, you know, very interactive, talking to me and and, and giving us a shout out on ESPN LA. Uh, But have you guys met somebody that's had that much of an impact on you in your life? There are kind of two lanes that this fall. And and the guy that you met, tell me his name again, Jorge. Jose Hernandez. Jose Hernandez is both of these things. Incredible intellect, yeah. Hmm. Plus incredible bravery to be able to get into a spaceship when it's still wildly dangerous, and to have the technical know-how to do things while you're up there. So I haven't met somebody quite like that. But the one person I, I always remember—I only met him briefly—but I got to spend a good ten or fifteen minutes just kind of chit-chatting with him a little bit. Was John McCain, the former senator from Arizona, yeah. who everybody knows what John McCain went through, and. Just you're talking, and he was very funny. He was very engaging. He was a very likable guy, and you just the whole time thinking, "This is John McCain. This is somebody that spent mm. years in a POW camp. This is somebody that's been in the Senate for forever and ever and ever." And it's just you never lose track of the fact of what they've done and who they've been through the entire conversation. I don't think I have somebody that I've met like that. I, I've got. There's a couple times you've been kind of you know in a weird way. I'll give you an example. You walk by and it's like Steve Ballmer walks by you. Uh-huh. And this is at a Lakers Clippers game. Sure. And I'm like, that guy was one of the guys that started Microsoft. Sure. Yeah. Changed like, the world. Like that That's, he's right. He's right there. And yeah. I and I know his the quirkiness and the this and all that. He's worth a hundred billion dollars and he started Microsoft. One of the guys. Like that that stuff always kind of trips me out. Or I'll watch like a document not even a documentary, an interview. Let's just use it as an example. It's like you're listening to a Bill Gates or an Elon Musk or a um you just like these guys are just complete geniuses. They're they're the way their brain processes just not process the way <laughs> the way mine does. Those are always kind of like the, it's not the way that yours does. It's the way that no one's does, mm-hmm. right? There, there's a reason those guys turn into those guys is because they they're visionaries. They see things that are different than everybody else. They they know what's coming, not next, but 25 next yeah. steps mm-hmm. down the road. Yeah. Those are those guys are they don't exist. That's mm-hmm. why they're them. Um, I haven't met her, but I think that this would be the person that I feel like I would have this kind of reaction, like what you guys are talking about, too. Would be, we talked about her last week with the Battle of the Sexes, but if I ever got the chance to meet Billie Jean King, because of yeah. all the things that she's done for sure. women, women in sports, and how she's changed um, so much for people that are like her, it would be it would be an honor to, to get to meet her. So I, I've met her once, very briefly. Her presence is off the charts. 
It's just that she comes into the room. It's like everybody up. Oh, that I know. Yeah. To your point, Em, not only do I know who that is, but I know what she's about. The I, impact I, of her. The impact of her existence changed things. And, and, and they're not, I mean, like Balmer, you're saying about there was pre-Microsoft and there's post-Microsoft. And he was the reason we have those two things, along with the other guy, Bill Gates. He was he was there, too. He did something, too. <laughs> he was there, too. Also, Travis, uh, Siobhan Monterosa, a big fan of the station, she says that Travis's foot is too intense. That's ah, no, good. I, I like it. I like thank it. You. It's, it's unique. <laughs> Siobhan, I love Siobhan. you, and I and I respect your opinion, but if Jorge likes it, it's stay. Yeah, stay out of it. Foo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stay out of it, foo. No, but let me tell you one more thing. Uh, a Million Miles Away uh, is on Amazon Prime, and that's if you guys want to check out the story of Jose Hernandez. The you know first Mexican American to go up in space. He's a farm. He was a farm worker. You know it was just a very inspiring film. He tried out for NASA. He sent out applications to NASA eleven times and got rejected. The twelfth time he went in and handed him. Wow. It's just Again, incredible. There, story. There's another million one. miles Pre- away. Yeah, it's Bravery, incredible story. The intelligence and then the perseverance yeah. part of it too. Like yeah. you said, no eleven times. I'm here comes number twelve. Yeah, you wonder if NASA's like, dude, just put this guy on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> just get, I, I don't want to return this guy's call anymore. Just let him go. Bring him in. That's awesome. Yeah. So check it out if you guys away. if you guys have a time. Done. Yeah. All right, Dodgers are going to wait around and see who they get to play in the first round of the playoffs. It'll be Milwaukee. It'll be Arizona. What's the better team? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.